Hi, this is Brian Kralowitz. Uh, welcome to the latest weekly series of our podcast um, that we're doing through University Counseling Services. Um, again, this is just a, a service that we're kind of offering for anybody who's interested to kind of tune in and kind of talk about kind of common psychological issues here on the college campus um, and things that might impact students from various places. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Move the microphone accidentally. I'm here again with Leif Mayfield, who is our scholarship worker for uh, University Counseling Services, and he's kind of running it. And again, I'm Brian Crouch. I'm the director of University Counseling Services. So I'll turn it on over to Leif. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. Hope you're doing okay. Thanks for uh, listening in. Um, okay. Um, today's topic uh, is something that's going to be really relevant very soon, uh, and that's test anxiety. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how you know when you have test anxiety and obviously the next logical sort of uh, piece of information, which is what to do about test anxiety. That's something that probably uh, the normal student probably faces at least a few times in the semester, especially uh, in courses maybe you don't uh, have such a good grasp on or maybe courses that you don't have a, a, an inherent interest in. Yep. So um, let's go ahead and get started, Brian, and we'll start by... Um, saying, like, well, first of all, um, a certain amount of anxiety is adaptive, right? Like, Absolutely. I've referenced this motivation and emotion class I'm in before. Yeah. Uh, so, Dr. Heckert, hope you're listening. <laughs> uh, so, a certain amount of arousal is actually adaptive because a certain amount of arousal and anxiety is, yeah. is what's going to motivate you to study. If you, if you weren't anxious about a test, you wouldn't, you know, yeah. you wouldn't study for it. But how do you know when it's too much? Sure. And I think and you, you kind of brought up a couple of so many great things were kind of along there. But if you know it's too much, when it starts impacting performance, when, you know, as a person, the common thing that students always kind of report back is they, I took this test, I knew the material, I got it, I couldn't remember it, and then I walked out of the room and I couldn't remember everything I wanted to put down. And that, yeah. so that, so I think when it starts impacting your ability to recall information, that's already been in there. I mean, sometimes people go, oh, I remember everything, they get the test back, and it wasn't anything that they thought it was going to be. That's just a lack of knowledge. Or, Lack right. of understanding of the question, but right. when it impacts somebody that it gets so much or so overwhelming that their performance on the test is, I mean, I will tell what tests should be doing is reflecting your knowledge base of the material, and if you think you know the material a great deal uh, more comprehensively than what is coming across in your grade, that's probably some element of test anxiety. Okay, so could you look at it also like from a standpoint of it being like, um, of the anxiety sort of being maladaptive because that's how we that's how we sort of define uh, addiction, yep. which is you know when it when it starts to negatively impact your life. So there's a certain point. Um, there's actually uh, for anyone who's interested, there's an inverted U uh, mm-hmm. curve, which is sort of like um, arousal and anxiety is good to a certain point. About a moderate uh, level is good because if you have too little, you're not going to be worried. And if you have too much, you're just going to be stressed out. So yeah. a moderate level is good. But once it surpasses a certain level, it's then maladaptive, and I think that's what yeah. we're talking about here. Since I did my dissertation on the Erkus Dodson inverted U. <laughs> you are <laughs> that, such a nerd. I yeah. am. Um, you but, really did your dissertation on that? Yeah, I did. Um, or a whole, whole factor on it. Well, I won't go further into it. Okay. But the, the thing is, with the inverted U, what happens is because when you're doing something that is required fine motor and it's a lot of memory, you're going to be even more relaxed. And so the inverted Later. U is not the perfect U. You don't want the moderate level. So if you're taking a test, you would rather be at a more of a relaxed state than you would be over because your performance will decrease at that point. Right. The inverted U at some point also, and people always talk about, they look at a question, look at two questions, they don't know it. 
it really isn't a true curve. What ends up happening is kind of a cliff. At some point, oh, you get okay. so anxious that it just, it, you, you know, I can't remember anything. It's all out of my mind. So it doesn't even go on a gradualness on the end. It really kind of has mm-hmm. a, almost a complete detrimental drop off like you're falling off a cliff. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's what people always describe when they just blanked. And that mm-hmm. really isn't a de- it isn't like in a curve element of it. It really is. You know, they get to a certain threshold, and it's just it's just over with for them. So that's kind of an interesting element of that because it's a great example of what mm-hmm. test anxiety is and how. Right. It, we'll kind of go over this. I mean, of how think of the curve. It's it's kind of interesting of a theoretical part, but when people are getting prepared for a test, this is the best time to do test. The best thing you can do for test anxiety is know the material really well. Right. And then the second part is is prepare. I always tell people students are, at Truman are actually very good at preparing for a test, but yes. they're not good at preparing for actually taking the test. They're good mm-hmm. at studying the material, and then you know it's just like a foreign language thing. Is that what people always hate when they're studying foreign language is having someone ask them the question. Well, I don't know that. I'd rather just look in the book and have like have the thumb in the back of the math book where you go, oh, that's the answer. Well, when you right. have the test, you don't you have the thumb do in the math book. So right. you need to be able to prepare yourself of this. So it's setting up test circumstances where you know what it's going to be like pressure-wise. Mm-hmm. It isn't this like I have all the time in the world and I can, you know, I can futz around and th- do this. Mm-hmm. Where people would often get in a test where they change their behaviors. They're just, they knew the material, but they did not prepare for the anxiety they were going to feel during the test. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, so what would you say to the student then that just um, the anxiety comes from not, I mean, they what if they know that they know the material? Yep. Um, it just comes from like uh, maybe, maybe pressure, like feeling like they have to do well. What would you say to that student? I would say as best you can, especially a test, you know, Things that I would say to do is if you can, get in the class and you're going to take the test the next day. You know, the night before, go in there, mm-hmm. sit down and, and, and almost create your own test. Put yourself in a spot where have a have, switch back and forth with someone. Switch on. I'll create a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. They answer it. You answer it. Mm-hmm. Know what you're going to get. And people students always describe like the first test of an instructor is hard because they don't mm-hmm. know what to expect. Right. So part of this is if it's their first test, at this time it probably wouldn't be. But go ask the instructor, what kind of questions are we going to get? What's going to be like? Prepare yourself for that situation mm-hmm. so when you get those questions, you're prepared for it. Okay. Um, so, so creating the environment and putting yourself in a spot where you don't have materials to look up if you don't have that chance for your class. Right. Having a clock in front of you that's sitting there ticking on it where you're going, oh, God, I've got to get this done, I've got to get this mm-hmm. done. Having it where what do you do when you kind of forget what to do? And so okay. prepare yourself for it for those circumstances to the to a test level experience as best you can. Mm-hmm. So when you get in the test, you already know what that experience is like. So if you know the material, it's not that it's lacking in your studying. What right. you're probably doing is you're lacking in people. Do, people are like I know this, I know this when they have a reference point. But like if you mm-hmm. get to a point where you you don't have that. What do you do? And that's where that test experience will come in, mm-hmm. reducing the anxiety. And I've noticed this is mostly a problem with like with standardized testing. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people will just they'll just freak out and get nervous over the test. And so, you know, like you said, a test should be a reflection of your of your knowledge of the test ends up really reflecting poorly on the person because they just freak out because of the test. And a lot of times freakouts build freakouts. If you did poorly one test, you go, oh, God, the next test. And that's where you have mm-hmm. to stop. I mean, if you're taking the second test or third test or fourth test at this point of the semester, mm-hmm. stop overlooking at what happened mm-hmm. the first time. Learn from what occurred. Right. Go through that. Don't go off. I have. And if the minute you say, I didn't do well the first time, I really got to do great this time, mm-hmm. why throw that extra pressure on yourself? Just do the best you can at that right. point in time. Okay. And this is going to sound like a really simple thing. I'd like to plug this all the time. It, the research shows over and over on this, the best thing to do the night before a test is sleep. Really? And so, I mean, it, you know, the memory recall, and I, and I wish I could give you an actual stuff, but everything I've ever read on this, and I just had a someone kind of talking about this recently about some other research 
if you can get eight hours of sleep before a test, you know, odds are, you know, if you know the material, go to sleep. Get mm-hmm. some rest, eat decently, mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Don't overly push yourself in terms of this, especially when you get to finals time. Mm-hmm. Really put an effort into really getting decent sleep. Our memory is so much better when we get to that seven, eight, nine hours of sleep a night. Well, if you step till that? six in the Holy morning, <laughs> if you step till six in the morning and you have to take a test at nine in the morning, you know, grogginess and drowsiness will make mm-hmm. things. You know, your mind is like a way we store things, and if you're kind of half asleep, half awake, mm-hmm. you have no idea where you put everything, right. and you're not going to reflect it. So, part of this is not just knowing it, but also preparing yourself just to physically be there to be at the best of your ability. Okay, and there's a good deal of like memory consolidation that takes place. Oh, sleep, and too, that right? and that is that is a key component of this right. too. Is that it really? I mean, the sleep they're kind of looking at is really is that point where it kind of puts the glue together, where it sticks in there, and it really kind of resonates. Mm, Without that sleep, when you kind of don't have that, for some reason that glue isn't as good in what we kind of go along with. So it's kind of one of those things that's kind of a boring, old, tried-and-true thing to talk Mm -hmm. about. But sleeping and eating properly before a test is so critical. I know it's within the culture of the campus that, you know, I stayed awake all night for this. You know, the research shows over and over and over that, you know, unless you're incredibly, you have to use this for this time to learn the material. But if you know the material and you feel comfortable, stop, go to bed. You know, you're better off waking up earlier the next day after getting a decent amount of sleep and beginning the process again. Okay. Interesting. Um, I guess um, we've already, we've touched on this a lot, but if you, if you are nervous about a test, obviously, besides studying, what should you do? Obviously, you know, in in a perfect world, you would... Um, you would study where you're going to take the test because yeah, you know that I can't the remember the term of it, but the but no, it's a uh, state trait learning a, kind of thing. Yeah, it's called a, like it, it provides like memory cues yep. or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. So, um, so study, yep. and if possible, study where the test is going to be held. Yep. What else can you do? Oh, I Besides think for, sleep, for before too. this, I mean, I think, it, you know, obviously, again, is, is preparing for the kind of a test kind of quality. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a spot where to know what you're like when you prepare yourself for when you get to a question and you don't know the answer. Right. What are you going to do? Have a game plan, not just of the knowledge base, but what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I always, you know, go through just some basic Whatever calms you down. If going to class early makes you feel better, you can get the right seat. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself also for that. When you enter class, everybody's nose is going to sniffle. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be coughing. <laughs> and the other thing that I heard from so many students all the time, when someone stands up to turn on the test the first time, it's, it's almost like this universal thing, like, how'd they get done so quick? Well, how do they know? I don't know uh-huh. this really well. Stop. I mean, as an instructor mm-hmm. who's taught courses, I've often found that the first person who turns on the test or the first group of people do not do that well on the test. But everybody in the room believes they must have really known this right. stuff. They, they, it, they didn't turn it in quickly because they left a lot of stuff blank. They turned it in because they just knew it so quickly and they can write fast. And, and then, uh, there might be certain people that do turn it in, but just right, when I looked right. at the scores. And then also what happens is someone kind of finishes up in the middle, they start going, why is everybody sticking around longer? Do they know something more they don't? The people <laughs> at the end of the test who took the longest time oftentimes don't do the best either. I mean, so don't judge yourself based on what other people are standing up or doing. Right. And everybody has that. If someone goes up to ask the instructor a question, like, what were they asking about? What was the question? Don't don't play this game. Just mm-hmm. answer, you know, go. And the other thing I, would, I sell, and this is kind of in the middle the test. If you don't know the answer to something and you're confused by a question, mm-hmm. go ask the instructor then. I can't tell you the number of times a person who's taught courses when people after the test goes, well, I was really confused by that question. I said, did you ask me during the test? Mm-hmm. No. 
Well, then you have no argument. I mean, if you were, were you confused then, yes, then right. why didn't you say something to clarify that point? So never feel awkward about walking up and saying, I want some clarification. I'm eyeing this mm-hmm. element. It is such a reassuring thing. Why Don't use your, like, I'm the, I've got to be a great student, so if I don't look like I'm asking questions, I'm better off. It's such an illogical thing. When people hear me say it, they'll go, oh, I do that. Oh, that's really dumb. <laughs> really encourage people to do, if you, you are a consumer at this point, get in that space to really go through what has to take mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the middle of kind of kind of segue this in the middle of the test, first thing, make sure you read the directions, make sure you understand what the questions are going right. into. Look at point values on a test. I can't tell you the number of times that people have made the hugest errors where there's an essay at the end of the test and it's worth fifty percent of the test. Right. Do the yeah. essay first. Do, do, take that time it, on that. Does it help to do things that you know first to build confidence? Is it, that a good strategy? Yeah. And, and that's, and I, but I think, but don't, it, some people, I, I'll say, if you get, go through a point where you get some questions and never like, you know, always make a little star to go back to things. Mm-hmm. No, you know, you can come back to the questions and I always tell everybody to review the test. And people oftentimes never review their test. Mm-hmm. They get done with it, they go, I'm just done with it, I want to move on. Go back and look at what you put down. You're probably, your first instinct answer is probably right. So don't change a bunch of things, mm-hmm. but really go through. And I always used to put a little dot going, look at this one, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. This is one I really want to follow up on. Right. But really go through and, and get the questions you know but if you don't know the first one or two don't get this i'm going to fail this test you really have to go Mm -hmm. through i did know this i know this material i'm just i'm not clicking into it calm yourself down and taking a five second relaxation moment just to go it's all going to be okay and that's the inverted you bring yourself back Mm -hmm. to that point of like you know what i've studied i know this material Mm -hmm. trust what i've done it's all going to be okay kind of quality and even if you're at a point where like i don't know it that well do the best you can why freak out that's not going to help you at all yeah and one thing that drives me crazy i'm a i'm a student grader uh, is when people leave things blank. Oh. Don't leave things blank. And I think most of the time when I've when I was an instructor, when I've seen people leave things blank, what ends up happening is they almost go, "Oh my God!" I what they do is they left it blank and they go, "I'll come back to this one." Mm-hmm. And they get to the end and they rushed mm-hmm. out. Rarely do people just leave it blank, blank. Right. They usually leave it blank out of the "I'll come back and do this" when they got caught okay. up in other things. Yeah. So that's why I look at the test again. Mm-hmm. Go through this, and, you know. And, and unless there's a unless there's a detriment to putting an answer down right, right, right. you get marked penalized. lower points put something down right I mean, don't be i mean just let give us give the the instructor a chance to give you some points yeah i mean because if it's if it's objective then i mean worst case scenario you have a one out of five or one out of four chance yeah you know and if it's if it's you Do know essay, essay just throw everything you BS. humanly know of whatever yeah. you ever had in your life try to go around the question and also right. the art of it you start writing it i can't tell the number of people have told me this i know it's impacted myself when you start writing things out what ends up happening is usually by midway through you go oh oh yeah oh yeah i mean it, the way our memory works is that if mm-hmm. you remember one thing it cues another thing and mm-hmm. it cues like oh yeah so the minute you start writing how often you go halfway through this you go i'm just kind of you know i'm faking all mm-hmm. of this when you go oh okay i think i know how this oh yeah i do remember that and right. it does click in and that's where the art of just writing something and starting that mm-hmm. process i mean going through it and not you know, kind of demeaning yourself, but take that time just to, I'm going to remember this, I'm going to remember this, mm-hmm. and, and go through it. Don't get, the more, it's just like looking for your keys in the morning. The more angry you get, the more anxiety you get, the less you're, right. the less less you're sensible. Right. The more you calm down and have that moment of, like, oh, okay, I was studying this two nights ago. I remember reading this. What was it? And it, mm-hmm. just bring yourself back, oh, okay, and go from that. And just right. put, put something, you're right, as a student grader, as a person who is an instructor for classes, what classes did you Something. Teach? Oh, when I was at I was in grad school. Oh, okay. I taught all these psych courses. Oh, so. Okay. All right. Um, 
Okay, uh, let's see. Is there, I mean, basically, um, then is there, is there, I guess, I mean, we've pretty much, we've covered a lot of ground thus far. Is I guess is there, I mean, this might end up being a a shorter one, um, but is there anything I guess you'd like to add? I mean... No, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of kind of going through this is, you know, to really go through, and if, if you're really, I hate when people say that they defeat themselves, you go, I'm not good at math, or oh, okay. I'm not good at this right. subject. Don't defeat yourself before you begin it, you know, and that, mm-hmm. so, why put a, you know, a, you know, they show research over research, if you tell someone, oh, I'm not very good at this, they're not very good at it. It doesn't mean that you think I'm good at it, you're going to be good at it, mm-hmm. but you have a much better chance of doing that. So the idea okay. of going, you know, what's, and don't worry, it's going to sound so odd, don't worry about grades. Do the best you can. You know the grades will be determined for you. And I always tell it's kind of an odd thing. I always tell people you do not control your grades because the instructor might say I don't like you F. I mean you might you might lose everything. That doesn't right. happen. But what really makes a difference is if you study, you prepare for the test really well, you really quiz yourself through it, you mm-hmm. get a good night's sleep. Those are things you can control. Mm-hmm. The things like what's my grade? What's my GPA? All that is inconsequential. Just go in there and have a great test and do it. And that's mm-hmm. the other thing is when you get done with it, if you went, I did really well, don't wait till the grade comes back. Go, I had a really good test. I mean, if you end up getting a poor grade, learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point in time of the semester, people are oftentimes like, I don't want to learn from anything. I want a grade. Right. But, but if you go through and you become a student of being a student and learn how to be a better student, mm-hmm. you're going to do better. And the less you worry about grades and you just go, I'm trying to do something really good, mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot better in terms okay. of a testing situation than anything else, and so that you know, and then just utilize the resources around. I mean, you know, go talk to the instructors. I can't tell you the number of times people say, "Oh, I don't want to talk to an instructor in their office." And this is another weird thing. If I could ever get anybody to change this, how often people go to instructors' offices and they'll go, "Can you help me with this?" Instructor helps them, and they go, "I have no idea what this person just told me," and they'll say, "Oh, that helps. Thank you very much," and walks out the door. Right, because we don't want to seem dumb. They don't want to seem dumb. Well, you know, as a student, part of the thing is you don't know the material, and you're trying to learn from someone who does know the material. Right. So by, you know, I hate to use the word dumb in terms of that essence, but that's what right. a student is. Yeah. Go in and say, I'm lost. Help me. Under-, you know, work mm-hmm. with the instructors that don't go, I don't get it. I don't. Instructors right. hate that. But to go, okay, you got to hear, explain this point to me in a, just in a different way. Okay, if we do this, you know, and you say, I'm going to think about this tonight, I'm going to come back to you tomorrow and follow up on this. Mm-hmm. Be a really good student and not being this, you know, I must be perfect. Don't mm-hmm. do that. So that would be my last kind of final points. Okay, um, and one thing I can say um, to everyone, especially if you're, uh, if you're a freshman and, and haven't been here long or if, or if maybe you haven't interacted with your professors a lot, we um, actually have great professors. That's one, yep. that's one of my favorite things about this university uh, as a as a psych major in particular, uh, I'm particularly fond of, of my professors. Uh, they're very open. They're, they're more than happy to help. Uh, so just don't be afraid to go in and talk to your professors. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, they can be an, an invaluable resource. And you'll get some, obviously, who are, uh, you know, more, more open yeah. than others. But that's, you know, that's what they're there for. That's why they have office hours on their syllabus. Yeah, they, they so. want to be engaged. And so, and, and part of this is also asking questions in class. Mm-hmm. These are the things where you feel more of a, of a comfort. That's when in the middle of a test you'll be more willing to walk up the front and say, I'm a little lost on what this question is trying to right. get at. What you, I mean, and, and as an instructor, I've been through this before. When someone comes up and asks me a very intelligent, thoughtful question, like it's a multiple choice, and goes, if you mean by this, then it would be A, but if you mean it by this, it would be C. As an instructor, you go, okay, they know what they're doing. It's really hard to answer the question with, like, I'd go with your first idea. We're telling you the answer because we clearly know it. Right. So if you go up and ask, you know, you go, I don't understand it. We're not going to give you much. Right. But if right. you come up and say, I, this word here, do you, from, 
Oh, I mean, and a lot of times that, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was always one of my prideful moments when I would ask a question to an instructor, and the instructor would then go to the class and go, on number 14, I'm referring <laughs> to this as like, I'm the smart one. So so asking that kind of quality that go along with it. But that's what I would encourage. And again, as some people get so anxious about tests and all these performances, if it reaches a point where it is so detrimental to you, please reach out to the counseling center. Mm-hmm. This may not be the greatest time of the year to do this in terms of that it's so close to the end. Right. But if you know that you struggle with this, please come and reach out to us, because these are... Test anxiety is not a hard thing to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've worked with people that are musicians. I've worked with athletes on just kind of performance mm-hmm. anxiety type mm-hmm. issues, along with students about a whole bunch of different things. This is very correctable, very easy to do because it's it's not deeply ingrained types of thoughts. If you reach Truman at this point, you've been successful. You mm-hmm. have a, a, a whole life kind of experience of being fairly successful. Just This just gets to a point where it becomes a little bit harder. And certain classes are harder than others. I know I always struggled more right. with like foreign language than I would have like a chemistry class. Really? Okay. Yeah, and so and so those are always, and everybody's different. And so knowing mm-hmm. that if you're good at one subject, a whole a subject can just make you learn really differently, and it might be more of a challenge for you. So please, right. please, please know this ahead of time. Use the resources if it's tutors or whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that are going to make you feel better. But you have to be honest with them of saying, I'm really struggling with this. And I see people who say, I'm lousy at math, but when they really engage in it, they end up doing really, really well, get very good grades, and they do right. quite well at it. They may go, I never like math, but I can do it. And mm-hmm. that's a whole different mm-hmm. thing versus saying, I'm not good at math. Right. So. Okay. Interesting, interesting points. Um, all right. Uh, I guess uh, if you have any questions, feel free uh, to stop by the University Counseling Services. Uh, it's right by Grim Hall, yeah. if you've ever been uh, over there towards that side of campus. And the number is, what, 660-785-4014, and email us at ucs at truman.edu. And again, thank you so much for tuning in for once again with our podcast, and we look forward to uh, doing uh, another series next week. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Take care.